coming up in today's episode. Is loving yourself selfish? No, it's not. It's not loving yourself. Yes, it is. No. Look, I think this is one of the big fights that people have. Hello, I'm Matthew Davies. And I am Josh Connolly. And welcome to another episode of Coach Potatoes. We're two coaches who every other week will bring you a fantastic podcast, if I do say so myself, (laughs) on different subjects. And we've covered all sorts. This week, we're going to talk about self-care. Uh, hopefully we'll give you some solutions by the end of our time together so you can go away and implement that in your life self-care why is that important to you josh self-care has been hugely important to me especially for in the change that i've gone through in my life i'm now in a place where Uh, I do care for myself and I've reached that place because I've reached a place where in my life where I've started and began to love myself. So can you have self-care without self-love? I I don't believe you can because why would you have self-care if you didn't love yourself? It just sounds so not British. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it does, yeah. You know, like, if I said to me, old mother, God rest her soul, oh, um, I'm going to go now to love myself. She'd give me a clip across the ear roll. (laughs) Yeah, because we have this problem where we think that self-love is in some way selfish or it's almost arrogant to put yourself first. How am I going to get past that sort of, I don't know, inertia around loving myself because it just feels a bit icky? Well, you need to reach a place where you start to feel comfortable with that, right? You need to get to a place where uh, you know what self-love looks like. You know what it feels like to love yourself. And that, I do believe, is one of the big problems that we face when it comes to self-care. Is loving yourself selfish? No, it's not. It's not loving yourself. Yes, it is. No. (laughs) Look, I think this is one of the big fights that people have. Actually, I think there's an argument to be said for the reason that people push self-love as being selfish is because we find it very uncomfortable and it's unknown territory for us as people uh, often to love ourselves. If it's uncomfortable, doesn't that suggest that actually there's something not good about it? No, you could have that argument for lots of different things, Matthew, couldn't you? You could have an argument for uh, going out of your comfort zone, something we've spoken about before. When you're feeling uncomfortable with something, normally it's because you're growing. Ah. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So we should dismiss the uncomfortableness of loving ourselves. Maybe it's a cultural thing. And go beyond that. So when we're talking about self-love, what do we mean? Well, it's a deep question that you could go right, right into, but it's about the ability to know when to put ourselves first, um, the ability to to be able to survive in, in, in this world. I think it's central to that. I do think self-love is central to our ability to not just survive, but to thrive in the world. And I think a lot of us just cope because we think that's all we're worth. And when you reach a place that you love yourself, then you will strive for more because you will believe that there is more for you and that you deserve better uh, within your life. So loving oneself is about, first of all, accepting who we are Mm. and acknowledging that. And Mm. from that place of acceptance, recognizing what's good or what's not so good is 
And wherever you are, actually embracing that and mm. saying, you know, that it's okay to be you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And because because self-compassion has to start in the now, right? We have to have compassion for the person that we are that shows up in the world today. So we often make mistakes. We often do things that we rather we didn't do, right? And if we're not caring for ourselves and loving ourselves, it's very, very easy to beat ourselves up and heap more and more pressure on ourselves to be something else. When you love yourself, it's much easier to have compassion for the person that shows up in your life today. Now, I feel a lot more comfortable with the words self-compassion than I do self-love. Mm. Are they the same thing? I wouldn't say they're the same, but I think they're hugely connected. But I'm, I'm interested to know why you're more comfortable with self-compassion than you are with self-love. Self-compassion seems to be an action. Self-love seems to be a state. Okay, okay. Well, and would you say that the act of self-compassion will help to lead you to a place of self-love? It just sounds a bit easier, self-compassion. Mm. Mm. It sounds like I can do stuff with that, whereas self-love seems like a state of being, yeah. which just makes me feel a bit icky. Mm, okay, yeah. Because that if we separate the two, and I said to you, Matthew, um, I'm very compassionate for myself. That sounds nice, doesn't it? If I say, Matthew, I absolutely love myself. We don't like that. It's I'm uncomfortable. Like it doesn't that. sound good, no, right? No. It sounds uh, arrogant. It sounds... Uh, it sound, We talk about being big-headed. And I, and I feel like that's people's concern when you talk about self-love. When you start to say, I do this for myself and I do that, like, we'll get onto examples, but I spend time every day in the mirror, looking in the mirror, and letting my body know that I love it and that I'm here for it today and that I'm going to show up and do the best I can for it during any given day because I love myself. So you look in the mirror, do you say anything? So I have a process that I go through in the morning that consists of, I put creams on my face, uh, like I do my hair, I have different creams that I put on and I spend time in, the, in front of the mirror for lots of different reasons, but it's a huge part of my, my, my self-care routine. For a lot of my life, I couldn't look myself in the eye and so every morning I check if I can look myself in the eye and when you look yourself deeply in the eye, yeah, and look at who you are, then you'll find out if you've got compassion for yourself. And if you find looking in the mirror uncomfortable, I believe that you need to get out one with that. Question that. Ask why Why can't you look yourself in the eye? And t today, on any given day, there are times when I don't want to look myself in the eye. In the eye? You've got two eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to look myself in the eye. Because yeah, this is like a podcast. People will be thinking this, that this like one-eyed monster that I'm talking to. I've See, got one eyebrow. Uh, <laughs> this is a classic Matthew Davies using humour as a deflection away from this sort of subject. Yeah, yeah, because it's difficult, right? It makes us feel uncomfortable. And this is something that I, I, I believe is one of the huge issues with, with self-love. It's that we don't really know what it looks like or what it feels like. What it feels like. That's good. What does self-love feel like for you? Self-love is the 
it's, it's strongly linked to the to to being able to come away from a non-judgmental standpoint for myself yeah but there's two separate parts of me this is going deep that i feel that i need to love i love my body i love my housing yeah um my i i want my 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 body to be a safe place to be but also the person that i am i need to love the person that i am everywhere when we show up to the world we make lots of mistakes i don't care who you are you do things that you wish you didn't and if you don't love yourself on any given level you will always be notching yourself back because you will always be every mistake will be an opportunity to beat yourself up if you love yourself every mistake is an opportunity to grow because you love that person then you get into the realms of self-soothing uh, and the ability to soothe yourself through pain something we all struggle with what i mean by that is what when when, when we when we're in pain when we're struggling with pain what do we look for to soothe that? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Cake. Yeah, cake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sex. Sex, booze. Uh, work. Work, yeah. Anger. Anger. We All of these things, yeah, to soothe the way that we feel rather than allowing ourselves to be in it. And that's because we, we don't love ourselves. We don't love the person enough to say, it's okay. So we can't self-care without unconditionally loving ourselves. Mm, yeah, yeah. And you do that by looking at yourself in the eyes and going, do you say anything? Do you just, or do you just like look at yourself in the eyes? There's, sometimes I say like stuff and sometimes there's self-talk going on there. Um, and I'm reflecting. When I do, the talk is normally of validation. Okay. So, so I like to validate who I am. I suppose... The ecosystem of loving yourself and self-care is one and the same. You can demonstrate self-love by self-care, mm. but you can't self-care if you don't self-love. Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of intrinsically linked, aren't yeah. they? A hundred percent. hundred percent. So the way to demonstrate self-love is through self-care. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, this is good. This is good stuff, Matthew. I'm learning stuff today. <laughs> so one thing that I know I've been guilty of, and I see it all the time, is that I avoid self-love, self-care by trying to rescue others. Mm. Uh, I'm a lot better at it than I was 10 years ago. Yeah. That's how I avoid self-love, self-care, mm. by rescuing others. Yeah. Yeah, and we do that a lot. We do that in... we. So when somebody loves you, um, and I mean not love on the deep, meaningful love, but when so even when somebody pays you a compliment, if I say, Matthew, your hair looks good today, what's your response? Let me say it to you, Matthew, I really like your hair today. Yeah, my response instantly is to go, and I like your hair today, George. Exactly, and that is coming from a place of struggling with that feeling, You and so you can't just accept the compliment. I often tell people who are struggling with self-love, to, and I did a YouTube video on this recently that you should go and check out, by the way, Josh Connolly FFW on YouTube. Try for a week or even longer, whenever somebody gives you a compliment, just saying thank you and seeing how that feels. And you watch your body go crazy when I say, Matthew, your hair looks lovely today, and you just go, thank you. There's a followed by your mind goes, tell him something, give him one back or or say, uh, oh, no, I've got a really good hairstylist who does it for whatever. Yeah. yeah, but anything but just to fully accept that love and we all do it. This is brilliant stuff. I'm loving this. So 
self-care. Let's think of some things that we can do to self-care. For me, there's an awesome quote, which is, consistency is the DNA of success. Mm. And, you know, sporadically or flippantly self-caring will show that how much do you love yourself, Mm. really. So having some consistency in self-care will also be a great gauge to see how much you love yourself. Yeah. You know, if I really love someone, I'll want to hang out with them. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you get into the realms of understanding how a relationship develops. And you want to develop a relationship with yourself. And, you know, relationships change as we change as people. And so you have to have that, like you say, that consistency of showing up and loving yourself like you would in any other loving relationship. And so what kind of things do you do, Matthew, to, to, to care for yourself? So I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. This is a recent thing, but mm-hmm. I go to the gym for two reasons. One, for my mental well-being, because we know that exercise is potent mm-hmm. for creating a good sort of mind climate, mm-hmm. but also for my, my body. So I do it for, for two reasons. Um, I try and eat as, as good as I can. So those are some practical things that I do. Sleep is very important to me. Mm. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm a lark, so I can be up at the break of dawn, but I like to go to bed at a reasonable time mm. early for most people. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. so I, I, I like to do that. I recognize that I need some Matthew time, mm. but be careful that I'm not isolating. So there, there's some practical things that I do. And just being conscious of the inner critic. Mm. So having my own back. Yeah, yeah. By going like, when it's like, oh, you should have said this, you should have, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm. The other thing that I've done for self-love, the deeper stuff, if I've done some inner child work. Mm. So there's a wonderful woman called Margaret Paul, who does a thing called Inner Bonding. She's got a book, innerbonding.com. And I've worked a lot on that. And I think Healing the Child Within, which is another great book by John Bradshaw, is has been absolutely critical to my success. So I call him Little Matty. And Little Matty can like throw his toys out of the pram mm. and but when I when I start to self-soothe and self-love, it's almost like go to that wee boy and mm. I go, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, I'm yeah. the adult now yeah. in this relationship. So I find inner bonding work, inner child work to be really, really important. And, you know, it's it's another thing that people just poo-poo. They'll just like, I don't want to talk about my childhood. I don't want to just fix me. Mm. But I, I, I find self-care using that methodology is is profound for me. What about you? Yeah, no, and I'm totally with you on it. I call him uh, my lost boy, actually. Uh, and I spend a lot of time with him because... And I understand, I, 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 I very... Um, strongly believe that there is this simplified there is this two parts to us we have our lost inner self and then we have like our our higher self the person we are that we show up to in the world and I and I and I recognize the need for both of them and the need to nurture both of them my lost boy needs the the strong and higher self that that I've created that makes me survive in the world but I also need to spend time with that 
the lost part of me, the person inside me who is scared, who is frightened of the way that I show up to the world. And so I spend time with that. Routine is vital for me on that. Some of the things you've spoken about um, are so important. Um, and just anything that I can do to spend time looking after myself and giving myself that space to find compassion for me, um, to find love for myself, uh, however I have presented myself to the world. And I also believe in an evening routine as well. And although it's less, um, it's not quite as strong as for and formal as the one in the morning, I spend time going over the times during the day when I loved myself without thinking about it. And we do that a lot and we miss it. We miss those times when we, when we, um, that part of us came out and, and and loved ourselves. You know, to give you an example of that is is I, I might be f like flicking through videos on YouTube and I've landed on some kind of self care video and I've watched it and at the beginning my mind is saying I don't love myself. You know, I need to care for myself more. And then I recognise, hang on, I've landed on this video because there is a part of me searching for that anyway, which is the part of me that loves myself. So it's about tapping into it, understanding what it feels like and allowing ourselves to spend time with it in them, them moments that at the beginning feel slightly uncomfortable, like they do in any loving relationship. When I first met my wife, you know, the, those moments, those awkward moments when you were, am I gonna kiss, shall we kiss now? And then you do, they become less as the relationship gets further in because you become more comfortable with that love. You know, you know where you're at with it. And so it's it's about developing that self-love and knowing hard times come and you work through them to 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 continue and deepen that 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 love. This has been my favourite podcast so far. Yeah, I think I'm with it's you. It's really I, touched me. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, uh, I think too. we'll need to return to it because there's so many things mm. that's been brought up. We're out of time. If you'd like to find out more about my practice, it's powerthechange.com. And if you'd like to find out more about me, it's joshconnolly.co.uk. I'm Matthew Davies. Until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's uh, goodbye from me. Goodbye from me.